Welcome into Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Muhammad Barry. Muhammad is a starting linebacker for the Nebraska Cornhuskers and is going into his senior season after recording 112 tackles last year. Muhammad, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, y'all. To start, you're going into your senior season. What are your goals for your last year of your collegiate career? Um, for me in particular, I think, you know, personal accolades and team accolades are all the same. You take care of your team accolades first, and all the personal ones will, will, will show that, evidently. So, me, just to what can I do to help my team be in that game come um, – come December, being in, in our conference championship game, which is uh, in Indianapolis, the Big Ten championship. So what can I do as a football player to make sure my team is there? What plays do I have to make? Um, which What areas that do I have to improve or even get better or, um, you know, even evolve in uh, for my team to get there? So that's what I ask myself as a player is uh, – what could I do that helps the team get there? So whether that's um, make a million tackles, make, you know, picks, fumbles, stuff like that, which, you know, turnovers are great, um, then that's what I have to do. But just seeing it, you know, in a team way, you know, alleviates pressure and you're doing it for the right reasons and you're doing it for your guys. So going off that, um, Mohammed, in your opinion, what does Nebraska have to do to win the Big Ten West? I mean, you know, you talk about the Big Ten West, you know, you talk about teams uh, like Wisconsin and, and Iowa and then um, the emergence of uh, Northwestern and Purdue. So when you talk about those teams, particularly what stands out, even Wisconsin and Iowa is the run game. So we have to definitely be a dominant run team defensively and uh offensively we just continue to put points on the board and do it um almost as when the defense is dominating the offense is dominating we do it both at the same time and and one is not trailing then um i feel like we definitely gonna win our division and what's it like playing under head coach scott frost and can you describe your relationship with him uh, when I, when I, when I, when someone tell me to describe our relationship or, you know, describe what kind of person Coach Frost is, uh, I think he just, his first comes, you know, his respectability, you know, uh, this guy has done everything to the highest level in college football. He's dominated. He's a selfless player when he was playing, you know, he was that type of quarterback that, you know, would try to block for his running backs and, um, uh, he won the, you know, the greatest prize, you know, a national championship. So first you you put what he's done in the in the game as a player and then um, how he has been able to, uh, you know, go to a, a UCF team that was winless and make them undefeated. And in a matter of two years, it's first, you know, you respect them coming in because you know what he's done, you know. Uh, and what he means to the program that you play for. And then um, then meeting him, you know, this guy, he, he doesn't put himself in a pedestal. 
but he is confident in what he does and the people that he surrounds himself with. So you you gain confidence in yourself just being around him, you know. Um, he's a he's a person that uh, you know I, I guess you know gives the people around him confidence because he's confident in what he does, uh, knows what he's doing, and you know you really feel comfortable. Like I said, he don't put himself in the pedestal, so you don't feel like if you say the wrong thing, he's just gonna like you know uh, destroy you or something like that. He's real a cool human being, but you know that's I'm just happy he's our leader because. I feel like, you know, our teammates really, you know, uh, have bought into what he's he's given us, and uh, we good for it, you know. Mohamed, your uh, freshman year, you redshirted. How did that help your development? Yeah, uh, I came in, you know, I didn't really – I didn't know how to really play the linebacker position. Um, you know, I just – high school, you know – my junior year in high school, I was playing running back. And, um, I mean, my sophomore year in high school, I played only running back. My junior year in high school, I played running back and linebacker. And um, I didn't really want to even play linebacker. So I wasn't really – and then they just used me. I was the guy – I was always the fourth rusher. We had a 3-4 defense. So I was always just blitzing, blitzing. I didn't have to, you know, drop. I didn't have to read. Um guards and stuff like that um and then my senior year I played uh what what people call uh the nickel position which is a DB I'm always to the field I'm always apex I'm always uh covering and and you know making um open field tackles um so I didn't know how to play a box since I was just a standard you know Mike Will linebacker so I came in you know already you know banged up from high school but you know I was I didn't even know how to get in a linebacker stance I didn't know how to read a guard I didn't know how to do none of that uh, uh you know dropping coverage with and stuff like that like linebackers do uh I didn't I didn't do none of that I did it from the nickel position you know so I needed that year to develop first you know to get my body right you know I came in at 203 205 I had to get bigger, uh, stronger, and um, then I, I needed to understand how to play the position from the fundamentals. And then after that, then take on, you know, understanding plays and calling checks and all that stuff. So I had a lot of – I had a huge learning curve coming in, but I, I felt like I had a lot of potential. So it was, it was, it was great to have that year. At what point – did it click and you realize, all right, I can make this huge impact at the linebacker position? I always knew that. One thing I didn't never, I never doubted myself is my playmaking ability. Um, I never questioned, uh, you know, when it came, even my freshman year, one thing that did stand out was I did know how to make plays and I was, you know, you know, in the backfield and maybe I didn't do it right, but I was, uh, I was making plays even when I didn't know what to do. So I never doubted, you know, uh, after I get the basics, after I know the plays, uh, stuff like that, I knew what I could, you know, do at the position, how I could impact it. Do you see yourself playing a similar role as you did last year? 
Um, you know, to me, I don't. Last year's last year, so I don't really. The thing is, but well, all I take from last year is the mistakes I made. You know what I mean? The confidence that, you know, the the how comfortable I got throughout the season, uh, that's gonna come with me naturally. But the uh, mistakes is the only thing I worry about because that's the only thing that's gonna make me better this year. You know, um, uh, what my plan is is not again not being last year because last year. Um, Virgin is last year, you know, I'm trying to improve my game and I have so much, I'm only, you know, scratching the surface with my, my own stuff, you know, um, is to me, I played, I didn't play my best football yet, not even close. So I'm trying to improve tremendously just, just by, you know, fixing the small things. It's just going, it's going to be a huge uh, improvement from last year. And again, with that being said, that's going to allow my team to even get better with me being better at, in my position. And going into your senior season last year at the inside linebacker position, you had a ton of success. But this offseason, what have you tried improving on specifically to improve your game? Uh, specifically, I would say, you know, you want to be great. You know, I know what I could do against the run game. I know that I could shoot guys and get in the backfield. Uh, I knew what – I never had a problem with that. And and I think the biggest thing is just um, just coverage. You know, you you always can improve in coverage and understanding your defense even more. You know, this is the first year that I had the same defensive coordinator from freshman year to freshman year. It was the only time then. But just understanding the defense and actually grasping – um, understand the issues that we have and and how um, particular offenses, you know, attack our our issues or whatnot. Um, so it's just understanding coverage, understanding what the the offense is trying to do. Just being even more of a student in the game, and that's how you improve in coverage. I, I feel like knowing, you know, always where your your help is if you have help. Um, you know, what alignment is going to have, I mean, help you be successful in that realm and all that, you know. So I just want to really make plays for my team and, you know, just force uh, turnovers, uh, whether it's interception and force fumble. Our defense wants to create turnovers because how up-tempo our um, offense is. So we, we definitely, if we get off the field and give them more possessions, we definitely going to win a game. How has going up against Adrian Martinez throughout your career in college helped you improve your game? Uh, you know, he's like he's a great quarterback. So it's I think when you play, you know, real talented quarterbacks, even as raw as he is, he he still hasn't played his best football. Uh, you know, you learn a lot about yourself. You know, so I think um, playing him. Even a dual threat quarterback that could run and uh and pass at elite levels has helped me um tremendously. You know, knowing when to break coverage uh, or staying disciplined in coverage when it's not my containment responsibility, and then you know just making sure I'm guarding my um, my receiver or my running back until the play is done because he could extend plays. Um, you know, for a long time. So it's, you know, those things and um, just learning how to uh, bait the quarterback and um, try to take 
the quarterback off and things like that. So playing him has been great for the entire team. The entire defense will tell you that, you know, playing on offense in general, not only just him, but playing against Coach Frost's scheme has helped us. And then when you see our success against Ohio State, uh, we came up short, but how we played them that game, you can see that um, us facing, you know, Coach Frost's uh, scheme in practice every day is what allowed us to improve from the years before playing Ohio State. So stuff like that. Mahavan, can you tell us a little bit about your involvement in Husker Heroes and what it is for those who don't know? They're just um, When you play for Nebraska, you have a obligation uh, to, to this community. When you talk about the most prideful, loyal fan base, if you come to this school, the, all the, the love, the attention, uh, the focus that they give you, you must return the favor um, to them, you know? Um, a lot of these kids, um, a lot of these kids look up to us. They, they watching all of our games. They, you know, act like, you know, they're us when they play backyard football. Um, a lot of these kids, uh, they, they want to be in the position where we at. So me, I took it upon myself. Um, I, I started mentoring a, a young kid, uh, Jaden, since my sophomore year. Um, so my red shirt freshman year, I mentored him. Um, and, you know, really for a kid that, you know, has a lot of potential athletically, but um, mentally is going through a lot and, you know, and his family, you know, going through a lot to help him and guide him and be a, a brother figure to him is, is a great thing. That's what I call giving back. And then go to, to go to hospitals and see, you know, um, cancer patients or, uh, or do a road race for pediatric uh, brain cancer to go uh, to homeless shelters and um, help uh, the staff feeding people who's, um, you know, who's hungry. To do things like that is what, what not only a football player, what everyone should be doing to help the society. You know what I mean? We talk about government and stuff like that, but we, the people, even the middle class has have power to, to help, you know, uh, people that's going through things or, like, people who are homeless or uh, our own kids out by just going out there and uh, being involved in the community. So I just – I think our – even Nebraska as a whole, even the athletic department, we do a tremendous job, of, um, you know, with helping our community and giving back and mentoring little kids and hopefully, you know, we have a, a great impact on them. Mohammed, what went into your decision to major in ethnic studies? Well, it was his, this basically was history first, and then it went to ethnic studies uh, last minute. Um, but which is are the same thing, honestly. It's, it's the same credits. It's like probably a few classes off of each other. But... Me, I just wanted to be a, a – I think people, you know, go to college for, you know, uh, the right reasons or whatnot. Uh, uh, maybe go to be a lawyer, to be a doctor or whatnot. Um, but I wanted to – my biggest thing is I want to come out college as a smarter human being and a, a better citizen, you know. And I think knowing your history and knowing other people's history – 
and, you know, reading and writing and, you know, poetry. I took a lot of English classes and um, just understanding people, understanding our society and stuff like that is what makes you a smart human being. I don't think knowing what one plus one uh, is the only thing that makes you smart or if you can't carry out a conversation or you don't even understand in depth what this other person of another ethnicity is uh, thinking or feeling or what they've went through, how could you say you're actually a smart human being? So I think me just, um, that's why I wanted to really become and it has opened my eyes of, I see the world in a, in a different lens, in different lenses. And I think I could, um, now I could relate to um, people and it honestly has made living life better. Just being, uh, understanding people better, it just makes life even more interesting than than I thought before. And Mohammed, I know you've had a ton of success on the football field, but what does it mean to be recognized as a three-time academic All Big Ten selection? It means everything. Um, and when I say that, it's because you know, I'll, if people look at my track record, uh, my freshman year, um, no, my senior year, going to freshman year. No, my senior year of high school going to my freshman year in college, they would see, you know, a red flag as in, okay, this guy was almost about to go JUCO, his grades in high school, blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, I only blame myself of what happened during that time. I didn't take school seriously. Um, and I think what happened then, you know, the stress I went through, um, I didn't, I wasn't able to report to Nebraska till like two weeks before fall camp. So late July when my class reported probably, you know, uh, late May to June 1st. So it was, it, it was a hurtful experience, but I learned so much. So I was so determined to be a all around um, um, athlete, to be a student athlete, to, to master the classroom, to earn, you know, to write, you know, my own papers and, do my own work and um you know just excel in the classroom and excel in the in the field so none was uh i guess there was no red flag of what kind of guy i was you know so and then just to support people in my position who struggle you know to to find a passion for school in high school you know they they understand that okay if i turned it around in college they could do the same uh, so just honestly, it means a lot because that means I've done that, uh, not only one time, but I did, I've done it consistently and, um, it's something that I take pride in. Can you, um, explain the meaning behind your tattoos? Well, I mean, there's it's a lot of tattoos. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, most of them have something to do with my hometown. Um. My hometown, um, which will be the 404. Um, I put the Olymp Olympic rings because in 1996, in Centennial Park was the Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Grady Hospital was where I was born, where my my sister was born, um, and now currently she's a nurse there. Um, and then on top of all of that, you have family in the red and. I put dad because uh, family means, you know, everything I do, um, you know, fueled by my family. So they feel my fire 
and I'm and I'm forever thankful for everything my mother, my sisters, my brother, my father has done for me. So um, of course I do it for them. I put the anchor on my wrist because um, I hold it down, and um, and when I say I hold it down, is I'm never gonna give up. I don't feed into adversity. I attack it. I look, I'm optimistic. I want to come, I want to, I see a bad situation and I, and I think about how I can make it better and what, what it's going to look like in the future, not what, how, how it hurts right now in the present. I would say I put the roses because of the passion for, for football, the passion for my family is just, it's something when I play the game, I play it with passion, with love. And that's why I have that. Uh, I put the I put the angel, which is a woman, because you know, again, my mother, and my sister, you know, they really they really raised me. My grandmother, you know, for me, women in our society mean so much to me, and um, I put them in a you know, I I really respect them and I respect what they do for our society. They really, you know, they're badass. You know, they the best of both worlds. They could do you know anything. And everything, and they do things that man can do. So um, I really do uh, respect that. Uh, I put the hands of God because I'm a firm believer in um, in God, and just I put His hands going to heaven because He will show you the way if you believe in Him. And the last thing I'm gonna cover is just the eye of the tiger. You know, if whether you know y'all podcast, y'all have y'all podcast, y'all have y'all what y'all love to do. If you attack anything uh, with that with that fire, I feel like there's no way, uh, no matter how long it takes, there's no way you can't succeed in it, you know. Uh, but consistency and attacking it every time you do it will is the way, is the key to success. So uh, that's why I got that. <laughs> that's all. And Muhammad, I mean, those are really interesting meanings behind them. And in addition to researching about that, you know, the NFL outlook is in sight. What would you want GMs or scouts to know about your game? Uh, I want them to understand that uh, I'm just getting started. You know, when you draft a player, I think, you know, what I do is going to be evident in tape. So I'm not going to even talk about what I'm going to do this year because it's just going to be evident. And they're smart people. They know what I can do and stuff like that. But the thing is with me is I will always I will always strive to be better than I am um, than the year you see me play. So every year I'm not thinking about repeating my production or repeating um, who the version I was that year. I'm thinking about you know evolving and being just a different type of a player. Uh, and I think um, I love I know you know I love the game. This, this game has gave me so much. It has uh, evolved me as a man, it has put me in, um, in the right path, you know, and I owe it all to this game. Uh, for me, the game is, you know, is, is a relationship. So, you know, Michael Jordan always said, you be true to the game, the, tra- the game will be true to you. And I really believe in that. I believe in the preparation, the, the, the discipline, the trade-off, the, um, the work that you put in gives you that confidence to perform come game time. So I, I'm a believer in working hard. And, you know, that's really it. Um, uh, the thing is, you draft players to help your team win. And um, uh, I think I really understand that 
it's not only about me. You play with, you know, 10 other players. And in, in, in that, in a team, you uh, travel with like 60. I don't know how much in the NFL. But you getting your players to buy into what the coach is saying, you believing in what the team direction is and team goals, uh, that that's what makes championship teams. And um, to get everyone to buy in and everyone to understand each other, maybe not all like each other. I wish it could be like that, but understand each other and uh, have a brotherhood is uh, that's what kind of player I am. That's what I want wherever I go is I want to create that kind of environment. So that's that's me in a nutshell. I just I love football uh, and I want to be playing this game for a very long time and uh, I want to win championships. Have you started meeting with agents, and is there anyone helping you with the process? Me, I'm just right now. I'm just focused on ball. Uh, like I said, I'm just focused on winning a in a Big Ten championship. So all that stuff. Uh, of course, I would be lying if I haven't talked to. But that's my parents and stuff like that is who who handle that. I told them I'm just trying to focus on. You know, the 2019 Nebraska Cornhuskers and us winning a Big Ten championship. And with this in mind, Mohammed, we know you've had a lot of success so far. Hopefully the NFL outlook is in sight. But once your football career is over, whenever it is, do you have any other career aspirations that you've thought of so far? Uh, besides that, uh, I, would, I, would, I like, you know, thought of going into real estate I really want to do that. Uh, I don't think I will ever be far from the game, whether that's being a trainer, opening a gym, being a, a high school coach or being a, a college coach or whatever that may be. I'm definitely going to be around the game and do something. Uh, I think some that could tag along with that is definitely being in the business world and, uh, you know, working to do real estate and partner with people and make a team and, and things like that. Cause it has, it has many of the qualities, you know, football teaches you. So, um, yeah, I think that's something I will love to do. For any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice that you could give to them? I would say the biggest thing is, just love the game, love the game hard. You know, when you love something, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to give it all you got. You know, it, it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't pain you to work hard. It, it's almost like you want to do it. You're hungry to do it. When someone tries to take it away from you, it's almost, imagine like someone you love, they try to take your love away from you. You, you almost go like crazy, right? So it's just, to love the game hard, to to do it for the right reasons, uh, to to want to win, and um, and just believe in hard work. Believe in if you do some, um, if you learn the right technique and you perfect it every day, it's gonna become you. Uh, if you don't do that, you only do it once a week or twice a week. Um, if if you're not looking for help, if you're not looking for people that can help you then you're not going to get better, you know. Um, and if you don't go out there when it's game time or practice time and you go all out and give the best version of you, um, you know, good things won't happen to you, you know. Um, it's all about 
giving max effort. It's all about loving the game, being true to the game, and and making sure that you know you understand that you don't know everything. You don't know everything yet. You're confident in what you know. You're confident that in in your abilities, but you don't know everything. You know, um, these is coaches that can help you. Is people that can help you be confident in that and seeking help. And that's how you're going to evolve. And um, that's what it means to even be coachable. So that's, that's the advice I would give to them. Just love the game. Uh, give max effort. And understand and have confidence, confidence in your ability, but understand you don't know everything. And um, that's how you will evolve. That was Muhammad Barry of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We really appreciate your time and good luck this season. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you.